Welcome to episode six of Distantly Socializing. This is the sixth episode so far, and today we sat down with Jerry Kraft, the author of the 2020 Newbery Medal Award winning book, New Kid. It's a graphic novel, and it's the first time a graphic novel has ever won the Newbery, so that's pretty impressive. And I sat down with a bunch of kids today, and we talked to Jerry, and we were supposed to talk for about five minutes, and it kind of turned out to be more like 45 minutes. It was a it was a pretty good conversation. So we hope you enjoy. Thanks. And so first of all, you guys, why don't you introduce yourselves real quick? How about, well, we'll have Hunter. Why don't you introduce yourself first? Hi. <laughs> Hunter, do you want to That's everything I need to know about you, Hunter. Thank you. There you go. That's everything right Very there. Very informative. <laughs> So, do do you relate to any of the people, any of the characters in New Kid? Yeah. Um, so, New Kid is loosely based on my life, and also my two sons. So, um, the main part, the beginning about Jordan living in Washington Heights and wanting to go to art school, is all me. Um, my parents not want me to go to art school. And then uh, going from very small, predominantly black schools to this huge private school in Riverdale, where now instead of 25 kids in my graduating eighth grade class, there's now 110 kids in my uh, ninth grade class, of which only 10 were African American. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then my sons also went to private school. And then I was able to see that as a parent. And that was more like with their school, that was more like, you know, the dress code, like the pinks and the salmons and the, you know, that kind of thing. And calling students by the wrong names and calling teachers by the wrong names. And a lot of the things that actually happened in the book actually happened. So I saw that firsthand. Introduce yourself, Noah, and you can ask your question. Hi, I'm Noah. Hey, Noah. <laughs> and my question is, are the, char- are the characters in New Kid based off of people in real life that you know? So I used a lot of the names of friends. So like Chuck and Elise, the parents are two of the friends who I grew up with around my block. Um, and like, Headmaster Hansen is named after my agent, and St. Harwell's School is named after my editor. Um, but as far as people, like I did have a best friend named Kirk growing up, but um, I kind of made up this character. I just kind of, you know, also blended people. Like when I went to high school, when I went to Fieldston, uh, I had four friends who I kind of combined into being Drew. Um, and then the only one who is more like a real person is the art teacher, Miss Slate. And that is loosely Barbara Slate, who gave me my first job in comics. That's very cool how you were able to m- mesh people in and add them into the, to the book and, um, I don't know, to make it even more personal. Yeah, because some people like would fit in like, oh, yeah, this person fits in like that. 
But then other people, like I didn't know in Alexandria, like a girl with a sock puppet on her hand. You know? <laughs> uh, but I knew that there were a lot of um, kids who felt like they didn't fit in, you know? And so I kind of combined them all. So, you know what? I want to ask you all. So I know now when I talk, and I, I want to actually put this stuff in the book, but there's a lot of hand signals that kids do that I didn't know, like, what this is like me too or something how those go all right we'll ask the kids so grace i see you smiling so what (laughs) is like me too what is like clapping what is like what are the other ones well we go like this a lot and that means like it means like (laughs) it's just kind of like a pose it doesn't really mean it means peace yeah Okay, but what about like this thing? What's the what's the Me Too one? I'm pretty sure that's like rock and roll. Yeah, but no, <laughs> every school when I go to, if I say, yeah, I was always one of the smallest and youngest kids in my class, they start doing, there's something specific that I see a lot of kids do that yeah. mean Me Too. Like, yeah, I was one of the smallest kids too. And then there's another one that's like clapping, like instead of actually doing this, it's like this or something. No, you guys That's don't do that. Huh? All right. I know some kids, some classes will do, you know, different hand signals for, you know, if you have a question, raise your hand this way. And if you have, and then you have to go to the bathroom, do this way. And th- and I'm th- that always, for me, I didn't like that idea. Cause if like, this is, I have no idea, bathroom, that's bathroom. So if they hold, I'm like, I don't want to be that kid of, that's right. So everybody knows I have to go to the bathroom, and oh, I don't right. know. But and, and, then, and then you have to do like this. <laughs> exactly. This. It's a one. It could be a two. Uh, I'm not sure yet. It's still too early to go. But <laughs> that's that's pretty funny though. <laughs> I know my my daughter's next to me. My nine year old's like, Mom, you can't don't talk about that. You can't say that. <laughs> right. So imagine. Imagine. See now that's where I get ideas from because. Imagine um, like Jordan and he goes to school and everyone has to do this for a bathroom. And then, you know, and then he really has to go. So then he's like, you know, emergency. Right, right. You know. And then the three comes up and I, right, I don't exactly. know that. That's right. right. Well, I, it's a, as a as a teacher, yeah, I think it's here you go right to the nurse. <laughs> right, right. When they, you know, when they ask to go, I always tell them, if I'm teaching, if we're in the middle, you can't go to the bathroom. But um, three's a bar. <laughs> three's a bar. There you go, Hunter. That's good. But I always feel bad, you know. If it's, I always tell them, if it's an emergency, go. I don't want to. But when they, you know, we also know when they're like sauntering toward the door, and they tell me, yeah, it's an emergency, and they're, I'm like, that's not, that's not an emergency. But I always feel bad asking the kid, you know, is it? Are you sure it's an emergency? Do you really? Right. But and I see, don't know. And I, see, this is the kind of thing that. To me, in New Kid, it's really funny because when you do this really like cringing kind of stuff that makes that makes a kid uncomfortable for Jordan or Drew, you know, like you read it and you're like, oh, that's so, oh, I, but I'm so glad it's not me. But right, right. So that's why I love doing school visits and doing Zooms because I get these ideas. And I'm like, oh yeah, that would be so cool. Like he goes in the class and everyone has the hand signal and he doesn't know the hand signals. And then maybe someone like Andy, (laughs) maybe someone like Andy would tell him that 
uh, instead of like when you raise your hand that he has to do this. So like, right. you know, so then like the teacher, like eight times a day thinks that Jordan has to go to the right. right. you know, right. and then he's calling his parents and like, uh, you know, I think your son may be getting a little too much roughage here. Uh, <laughs> Every time I had, I around, he's got to go to the bathroom. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Um, Mason. Um, my name is Mason, and my question is, what inspired you to write New Kid? So, so this is kind of like a deeper question, uh, like a deeper answer. Um, I was not a reader when I was growing up. And so with you and and I'll I'll talk in the old man voice just to you know you kids today <laughs> you know you go from dog man and captain underpants to wimpy kid and then smile and drama and sisters and amulet and then percy jackson and harry potter you know <laughs> i didn't have that you know i didn't have that transition you know so i felt like i went um, from like Spider-Man, I mean, like Dr. Seuss books to like Spider-Man to like nothing, you know, like where, especially where characters look like me. So when you, you think specifically of like African-American characters, like in books, like who could you name? Like, like a, you know, if I say, um, you know, Greg Heffley from Diary of Wimpy Kid or Captain Underpants, or Percy Jackson, or Harry Potter, like what African-American character can you name that is up on that level, you know? Mm -hmm. And usually there's this crickets, you know, like, oh, I don't know. And this is, you know, 2020, you know? And so when I was a kid, there was Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids on TV. And that was something that everyone knew and everyone my age watched. But there is nothing like that now that I'm aware of. Um, so, so many of the books that I saw that was supposed to reflect me, you know, was happened 300 years ago with slavery. And I don't, don't relate to that. Or, you know, the civil rights movement. And I'm like, I don't relate to that. And then if it's contemporary, meaning nowadays, you know, it's it's gangs or police shootings or stuff like that. And it's like, we're the fun stories. You know, we're the kid just eating Chinese food with his dad or playing Xbox, you know. So although those stories are important, it's like if those are the only stories that you got to read, or like historical stuff, like there's a lot of books on Martin Luther King and Frederick Douglass and Harry Tubman. But if every time you went for a book, you know, Jennifer, you were like, okay, you have your choice of George Washington <laughs> or Alexander Hamilton and not, not the Hamilton that raps, but right, just, right, right. you know, like how many of those books would you be picking out? Like you'd pick them out if you had to do a paper for school or book report. But, you know, would you be walking around like, you know, Noah, would you be like, Hunter, I just read the best book on Teddy Roosevelt. You have to read it. Right. Uh, or um, Grace, if the only books 
that featured uh, girls as the stars were about uh, a girl who wanted to grow up to be a princess and ride ponies all day. And it's like, yeah, okay, but maybe you want to be a girl who wants to be a black belt in Taekwondo, you know? So I just kind of felt like the stories specifically with African-American characters was the same thing over and over and over. And not that they're not important, but I think that it's equally important to have wimpy kid, mm -hmm. you know, dog man, like just, you know, the Randy Talgamaya books, you know, just stuff where you can read it and relax and enjoy so that's what I wanted to do. I think, you know, we we talk about everybody wants to relate to someone or something in the books that they read. But um, this year we've been doing, um, the, we're doing Project Lit. And our, the district where we are in is a fairly, it's predominantly white and middle, upper middle class district. We're, you know, very fortunate to have the resources that we need. But this year I wanted to focus on opening our eyes and opening our surroundings. And so we've read books about um, different races and different and poverty and homelessness and transgender and uh, some one with uh, gay dads and um, religion. And, and it's really opened everyone's eyes that it's just, it's nice to, to learn about other people in the world and not just the little bubble right. that we live in. Right now, but here's the thing. If the only books that you read about black characters mm -hmm. are that they are homeless and poor right. and there's right. no dad and this right. one is in prison and this one. So now next year you have a new black kid in your class and he's the first one that you've ever met. Mm -hmm. You think that, oh, you know, and that's why in the book, you know, uh, and there's little things I put in, but like uh, first day of school, Alexandra's like, Oh, Jordan, hi. Who do you live with? Just your mom? And Liam's like, no, his mom and his dad. Mm -hmm. Because you just think that, oh, you know, you poor kid. And, you know, I grew up, I played basketball and stickball and baseball with my friends. We played video games. I had a mom and a dad, you know, who both lived at home. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's why I put in the grandfather uh in new kid and you know the other thing is like i don't know why so many children's books and cartoons have such horrible things that happen like every disney <laughs> cartoon like the parents get eaten or mm -hmm. blown up or attacked by gorillas or you know, Finding Nemo his entire family was eaten by a shark and Tarzan's <laughs> family got eaten by a leopard and, you know, where's Ariel's mom? Where's, you know, Pocahontas's mom? Where's this one's big hero six, the brother gets it. Like I would hate to be a character in the Disney cartoon <laughs> because I knew that, you know, my time was numbered. Right, you know? right. So that's why with the grandfather, I made it seem like, you know, he was dead, you know, and like he was a ghost and, you know, like they'd be, oh, poor Jordan, he misses his grandpa and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, he's talking. He's like, I'm not dead, Jordan. I just, <laughs> I just moved to Yonkers. 
<laughs> right. Because I knew I would, everyone, I would fool with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got us. <laughs> Good. Good. Hi, I'm Blake. No. Hey, Blake. My first question is, were you meaning to get a Nobel Prize? The oh. Well, that's that. <laughs> the, you mean the, the Newberry Blake? Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Blake, I'm, I'm working on a Nobel Prize. <laughs> uh, but I have won the um, the Kirkus Award, which is the first graphic novel to do that. The Coretta Scott King Author Award, which... Um, and then the Newberry Medal. So... I'm one of five African-American authors to win a Newbery Medal, the first graphic novel, and only one other book, uh, Bud Not Buddy, won both the uh, Credit Scott King Author Award and the Newbery Medal. So no, I wasn't meaning to do that. And it was so interesting because I wasn't a reader as a kid. So if I wasn't a reader, I never thought I'd be a writer. And I never thought I would read a 200 page book so i really never thought i would draw <laughs> write and draw a 200 page book and it really wasn't until a few years ago um you know i started meeting all these authors because i was self-publishing my own books and i went out to dinner with renee watson and she was talking and um she said she had won a Newbery honor. And I was like, oh, that's great, you know, for her book, Piecing Me Together. It's like, oh, that's wonderful. And I was driving home, I was like, Siri, what's a Newbery? <laughs> you know, I, I didn't really know about it. Like I, I remembered seeing those books with the stickers on, but I never investigated them, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I never thought that I could even have a dream where I could do something like that, you know? so. Now I know. <laughs> Are you planning on making a book about the pandemic? You know, that's an interesting thing. Like I'm I'm working on the sequel to New Kid Now. Almost about putting in a part that was like, you know, like this is how the book ends. But then that means with book three, I would have to pick up and write about it. And like, I have no idea um, how long this is going and what's going to happen. So I didn't want to write myself into a hole, but uh, I'll have to think about that. Do you see my screen? Yeah. All right. So this is like homework that I used to get. Uh, this is like seventh grade. And I used to draw superheroes all the time. And then I used to make my own comic book. This is me drawing Iron Man. So this is how I used to draw. Wow. You know? These are my friends around the block. This is Elise, who I named the mom after, and Chuck, and Kenny. So some of the guys around my block. This is a house where I grew up. So this is where I made Jordan Banks' house. Mm -hmm. um, that's the school. Uh, where are you guys located, anyway? Uh, we're in Northwest Ohio, near Toledo. Oh, area. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a school. This is my eighth grade graduating class. So you see I'm one of the smallest and the youngest. Um, and then I go to 
you know, a school that now says 25 kids has like 110 kids in the class. That's me right here. Um, you know, I did a lot of picture books that I had to self-publish because I couldn't get a publisher. I always got rejected, 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 rejected. Uh, 2014, I got to do the Zero Degree Zombie Zone. I got to illustrate that for Scholastic. So that was my, like my first big break. And then when I draw the book, you know, I sketch it out like that, but I'm always changing it. So here's the first day of school where you meet Alexandra the first time. I thought it'd be much cooler to have it really big like that instead, you know? So I try to make the panels like really interesting. Uh, and then even here, I change it like here, originally Drew comes in and Jordan waves to him first day of school and they're like, hey, let's be friends. And I realized that, you know, it would probably be better if I didn't have people, didn't have them making friends the first day of school. So I had him look and now Jordan is shy. So when Drew looks at him, Jordan turns away. Um, and then he's like, huh, just a big question mark. <laughs> And um, so this is the Credit Scott King Author Award, which now the book has stickers. And here is the John Newberry Medal. So I'll put my Nobel Prize one here <laughs> when I win that. And then um, this is, now it's being translated into different languages. This is uh, Albanian. Wow. So it's in Albanian, Romanian, Korean, and Greek. And then this is the sequel that I'm working on now. When school gets real, you can still show the world you're a class act. Sequel to the Newberry Medal winner, New Kid, Jerry Craft, New York Times bestselling author. That's, wow, we got a sneak peek, guys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. And then I draw <laughs> it digitally. So I draw on this. This is a Wacom Intuos Pro. And I draw with my stylus like this. And as I'm drawing it here, I actually see it on my screen. Well, that's cool. Well, yeah. if you ever need any help with the editing or anything, Jerry, or just want opinions, you you know, you just let us know. We'd be happy to help you out and, you know, read your books okay. and let you know what we think. And <laughs> okay. yeah, that, that works. That works. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Um, and then that'll help you with that Nobel, you know. That'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we just want, we're here to help you. Okay, that, that works. Mm -hmm. I'll show you how I am actually drawing the characters. So it took a little bit to build up the hand-eye coordination to... Right, I would imagine. Yeah, to not actually be looking at the paper, like, like at my hand, because normally on paper you look at your hand. And here, I'm not looking at my hand at all, you know? And then I can go in, and this is uh, Adobe Photoshop. And then I can just go in and hit my paint bucket tool, but I have to make sure that all the lines are closed. So because that little line right there wasn't closed, that's why I filled the whole <laughs> thing black. So I actually work <laughs> because I have to finish, if I finish class act, by the end of this month, it will be out this October. So I literally, wow. and so one of the reasons why I asked to do this later in the day is because like I literally worked till like three o'clock in the morning last night and the night before and 5 a.m. I went to bed the other night in the 
the sun was coming up. Owen, you had a couple questions that you wanted to ask. Okay. My name is Owen. Hey, Owen. <laughs> Do you want to ask him your question? Uh, one of my questions is, what were your favorite books when you were a kid? You know, it was really Spider-Man comics. It was Marvel Comics. And that was kind of it because, like I said, I really didn't have um, a lot of books that I saw that I was interested in. Um, you know, I never saw anyone that really reflected me, like when they talk now about having mirrors. And, you know, a lot of the books I read were like, oh, this is about a family of coal miners in Europe in 1827. Like, I don't know anything about that, <laughs> you know? Um, and then I really never had a relationship with a librarian who would actively seek out books, you know, for me and be like, hey, you should try this because my schools didn't have librarians. And the library around my neighborhood was hardly ever open. So I was just kind of on my own to um find these things and i didn't so i kind of gave up pretty quickly and it really wasn't until i was an adult that i started realizing that i could actually read for enjoyment as opposed to reading for information logan did you want to introduce yourself and ask your question hello anybody that's watching this podcast <laughs> My well, question well, has already kind of been answered, but just in case you have made any other books, books, are you going to make a sequel for any of them? Um. So with New Kid, you know, like I said, Class Act will be out hopefully October of this year, and then I had self-published a book. Uh, a few years ago called The Offenders, Saving the World While Serving Detention. And <laughs> I'm hoping that maybe at some point I'll get to turn that into a graphic novel as well, because I think that would be kind of cool. All right. Gracie, do you want to ask your question? Introduce yourself and ask your question. Hi, I'm Gracie. Hi, Gracie. So, so my question is, what message do you hope kids will take with them from New Kid? So one of the biggest ones, uh, so everyone saw this picture, you can see that? Love that. All right. Um, so one of the biggest ones is um, to give people a chance, you know? So like with the character of Alexandra, originally I had done her almost like just being silly, like to have a character that made you laugh and, you know, things like that. But then the more that I drew her, the more that I liked her. And I didn't want her just to be like the target of jokes and ridicule. So then I gave her more of a backstory and made her more someone that you'd be like, oh, you know, poor girl, you know, let me reach out to her, you know, as opposed to 
let me be one of the guys or girls that's always picking on them or something like that. Um, so just realize that everyone has a backstory. So for example, you know, like if a kid is always late to school, you know, everyone's like, oh, they're always late. They're always late. It's like, well, you know, maybe their family doesn't have a car and they have to get up. You know, you get up at seven. They have to get up at six and walk 20 blocks, you know, like, so just kind of realize that everyone has a story and to just be nicer, take the time to learn how to pronounce each other's names, you know, like uh, if you're Grace, don't call me Gracie. I don't like being called Gracie, <laughs> you know, or vice versa, you know, but there's always someone like, you know, if your name is Peter, oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Peter. Oh, hey, Pete. Uh, no, my name is Peter. No, that's okay. I'm going to call you Pete. I'm like, uh, why would you do that? Right. You know? So it's just taking your time to really like pay attention. And then especially like school can be a good place for everyone. Because one of the things that makes me sad is I know that when I have high school reunions, that there are people who were in my class that never come back because it was just such a horrible experience. And although I know I never like bullied any of them, I wish in retrospect that I could have done more to be friendly to them, you know, to, to make it a nicer uh, process for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, I was going to ask, we did a um, family book club sort of this year and each month we do a different book and our one of our books was New Kid, and that was the favorite, and the, most people attended. So the kids would read it with mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or somebody important to them. And the interesting thing about the discussions were the kids, all the kids loved the book. The parents, a lot of the parents loved it, but there was that argument that I'm sure you've heard that, but it's a comic book, which is, mm -hmm. it's not, but you know, it's, it's not like, it's not a regular book. It's not, it's hard to read because we're so used to regular books, whatever regular books are. What is your, I'm sure you've had that question before. What is, what's your defense, I guess, of graphic novels and why they're, well, you know, there are, uh, you know, people who really know their stuff like scientifically that will tell you that reading graphic novels fires off more like synapses in your brain that do this because you have to, you know, you read the words and then you connect it with the picture and then you associate it with this and you look at the background. So it's actually stimulating more areas of your brain. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> now, with adults, it's funny because they always want kids to try new things and right. then they'll see that and like, oh, I don't want to learn how to do that. <laughs> right. You know, right. now being that I grew up with comic books, it was always second nature. Like I read it. Oh, you read left to right and you do this. Like, so I don't see, I don't understand. Now I know like if you gave them a manga book where you read it backwards to forwards, like I could see where that would be confusing. Right. But right. just like a book like New Kid, um, I think kids pick it up and I think that Again, and that's kind of the lessons that I try to bring out in New Kid is that like adults are the ones that shut down. Mm -hmm. you know? so they'll tell kids, oh, try new vegetables and try new this and try new colors and try new clothes and try new this. And like, 
hey, dad, read this. Like, oh, I'm not <laughs> reading that. I don't know how to read that. Right, right. You know, <clears throat> so I just wanted to do a book where, like, not everyone was right all the time and not everyone mm -hmm. was wrong all the time. Um, right. And I know having written, you know, prose books, which is all words, mm -hmm. that I probably work harder on the graphic novel. You know, sure. and it takes more time because, for example, if I say, if I'm writing a book and I say, oh, you know, Logan walked into the room, you know, I, I could just say Logan walked into the room and Noah said hi. But in the graphic novel now, well, what does Logan look like? You know, what colors his hair? What kind of shirt does he have on? What color clothes? Does, you know, right. So I have to literally draw, think of every character down to the slightest detail, mm -hmm. you know? And then I know that I put things in the book that I'm sure you haven't even noticed if you've only read it once. You know, like there's a scene where they're online in the cafeteria and the guy, the chef, the cook is like, uh, to Alexander, do you want spaghetti? And Alexander goes, no, I hate spaghetti. So you read that the first time, it's like, oh, that's weird. But then do you, do you realize why she hates spaghetti? You know? So, you know, you read it. And if you read it the second time and you come out, you go, oh, she hates spaghetti because when her mom was making spaghetti, she hit the pot and the pot came and burned it and burned her hand and that kind of thing. So, um, and then just like the nuances in the background, like there are characters in the background that I never named, but they have like full stories of what goes on. There are funny ads. Um, so one of my favorite tweets was a woman who works in a bookstore and the, the dad and the son go in and the son says, hey dad, can I get this book? It's a graphic novel. And he goes, no, get a real book. And the, mm -hmm. and the woman goes, you know, a um, graphic novel just won the Newbery Award, the Newbery <laughs> Medal. And the dad goes, oh, all right, in that case, get whatever you want. <laughs> so right. I think that, you know, parents can tell parents things and they go, oh, my kid reads his graphic novels. Those are bad. Oh, really? My mm -hmm. kid reads those. Yeah. As opposed to like, let's try it once. Right. You know, and again, it's the same thing. Like if I did a book, I'd be like, you know, uh, Mason telling Hunter, all vegetables are bad, <laughs> you know? Right. And, you know, so now every kid's like, oh, vegetables are bad. <laughs> and then, you know, the parents are like, just try it. You know, it's the same thing. You know, so the right. parents are like, just try it and tell me that you don't feel like the characters are fleshed out and that there are nuances and that's the same kind of thing of the rising action and the climax and the falling action and all the stuff that you would put into a prose book. Right. Yeah. Well, I loved it because I just know there are so many, so many kids, reluctant readers that were reluctant readers. This was the book that hooked them that they, because they felt like they could handle this book, but they really, and they just, it, so many of them of the kids read it this year just because they loved i don't know they loved the format of it and they loved the messages and it was great it, yeah i it mean was, that of anything 
almost brings tears to my eyes because mm -hmm. as a former reluctant reader, the mm -hmm. fact that I have very emotional teachers and librarians come to me like literally with tears in their eyes. Absolutely. Talking about, oh, um, this kid in my class, Jackson, has never read a book ever. And he saw it on my desk and he took it home. He borrowed it and he read it. And he came home and he's like, the next day is like, Miss Jennifer, you have to read this so we could talk about it tomorrow. And they're mm -hmm. telling me they're crying and you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. I'm like, yep. wow, that is really amazing. Oh yeah. I have a couple kids this year who I, I think this might have been the only book they read this year or the first book that they've read in a long time. Um, because they just, you know, there's such a stigma against reading for them for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But this one, this one brought them in and and then it led so many other kids on to other books because reading can be enjoyable and we make yeah. it all about choice in my classroom. And I, you know, a book is a book. And I talk about how parents, I had a parent one time tell me that, you know, their kid only reads diary of a wimpy kid and not real books again. And they want, she wants them to read the classics. And I said, they're, they're reading. If they're reading, I don't care what they're reading, they're reading, let them read and choose what they want to read and enjoy it. And right. because, and, and that's what shut me down. Mm -hmm. So I just like, okay, well, I'm not going to read because, right. you know. I can't read but, Right. But now the thing is, with Marvel Comics, you know, every even the titles, right? The Spectacular mm -hmm. Spider-Man, the Uncanny X-Men, the Incredible Hulk, and there was Armageddon and Annihilation and all these vocabulary words that I got from comics. Mm -hmm. So by the time that I read Great Expectations by Dickens, mm -hmm. I was intimidated. Right. You know, because my reading was built up to a point where I was ready to tackle it, you know? Right. Yeah, I think building that love of reading in the beginning, early on, when they can choose whatever they want to read is so important because there's, there's plenty of time, you know, high school and college where they have books that they have to read and... I don't know. It's just nice to go back to that being able to choose and yep. love books. Yep. Very cool. All right. Here we go. Um, what is something you are not very good at? Uh, see, a lot of things. Swimming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. Uh, what is the longest time you've spent in a moving vehicle? I drove to Houston from Connecticut. So we did stop here and there, but I think that was maybe a 20 hour drive. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Um, what is the weirdest food you've eaten? Frog's legs. What is your life mantra or motto? Uh, Boy, I used to have a few of them that I used to just rattle off. So the first one that I ever had was the uh, poster at School of Visual Arts that said, to be good is not enough if you dream of being great. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, what's the last book you read? Um, so now, because I'm drawing all the time, I get my books on audio. Mm -hmm. Me so too. I just finished... Um, um, Genesis Begins Again. 
Oh, I've not read that. Gracie, you read that, didn't you? I haven't read it yet, but I, I, I got it for my birthday, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Has anybody yeah, read that? Everywhere that I saw a new kid, yes. I saw that. And Alicia Williams, who I actually spoke to last night, um, oh. we kind of started at the same time. We were like the new kids, you know, because <laughs> you would see like, oh, there's Jason Reynolds talking to mm -hmm. Kwame Alexander and there's Elizabeth Acevedo. And so she and I would just kind of be off, you know, because we were the new <laughs> kids. Right. Um, so to be up for so many awards together and seeing each other at different places like that. So it's really cool um to have her like you know taking this journey together and right. now i just started the benefits of being an octopus oh we've read that one too yep yeah. no yep no you read that grace you read it mason did you read that one yeah yeah that was another good one that we liked yeah, yeah there's actually a new kid audiobook which is interesting because i didn't know how they would do it as a graphic novel right and I was like, are they going to ask me to read it and do all the voice right. stuff? Right, um, right. But they actually got a full cast of actors to do it. Yeah. So it sounds like a Broadway play. Um, I, so that, that's really cool. That's very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Jerry, thank you so much. The, the five minutes that we asked to steal you for kind of <laughs> went a little, a little bit past that. So we appreciate it. Not um, a problem. With everything you have going on. So. Thank you very much. And we hope you and your family stay safe and healthy. And oh, um, two kids. That's, Hunter, that's very, that's funny. Two kids. Two kids. There you go. So just change that. Change class yeah. to two kids. There you no, go. Newer, newer kid, newer kid, newest kid. And newest yeah. kid. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you, Jerry. And you got have it. a great day. You too. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. You got it. Bye bye. You got it. Thank <laughs> you.